Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And we are two girls and a bottle of wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Happy 2022, Amber. I know. Happy 2022, because it's 2022. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Haven't you seen the meme? It's Moira going around. I have It's a meme of Moira. I'll have to send it to you. It's a meme of Moira going around where she's just, like, distraught. And it's, like, when you realize that 2022 is 2022, T-O-O, because we're just repeating 2020. And we are not off to a good start from a COVID situation. Like, you were going to be here for the podcast. I cleaned um, just because I had a couple days (laughs) off around the holidays. And I thought, oh, I should clean the podcast area because nobody besides Steve and I have been here. Um, But totally valid point as to why you didn't come. I get it. I don't want to I don't want to get sad. sick. And you know, both of us vaccinated, boosted, we are top-notch protected. Um, but you don't want to take a chance. I just don't yeah. want to see what my I've said this from the beginning. I don't want to see what my version of COVID is. Yeah, and Omicron is is just kind of fighting right through that whole booster situation and um I just I don't I just don't want to put anybody at risk and with your dad and you know like mm-hmm. I I don't I don't want to be that person. Right. Right. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast um earlier today, one of my favorites, you know, Grace and Mamrie. I drug you to one of their shows. Um <laughs> and they do live shows and all of their January shows have been postponed. And they're like, how would we feel if someone who had the opportunity to meet us ended up getting COVID? Or what if someone came to meet us and they gave us COVID? Like, there's no reason to chance that. And I'm like, totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, it's just in with me working in a a healthcare system. And you see the things I see it, but we're also all around it. We actually have more. We have so many employees that are getting sick with COVID and, you know, our kids are sick and our kids are actually getting hit more with Omicron than anything else. Then I was also in UC Health today. So like being in two different hospitals and then like being like, hey, Janet, let me rub COVID all over your house. Right, right. Just it just didn't feel good about it. And I have to say my father, since our last podcast, has been hospitalized for three weeks. He just got out today. Today is a great day to podcast because I am feeling fantastic. Um, but like going to the hospital, like I wasn't around a lot of people and the hospital that he was in, it was very like not a lot of people hanging out. And I'm like, this is good. This feels good. And they were COVID testing him on the regular. And so I'm, I'm feeling good. But yeah, there was a time right before Christmas where one of my coworkers was here visiting he went home to Canada and he tested positive well he had to test negative to get back across the border but I freaked out I was like what the hell I don't know maybe there's an incubation period maybe I don't know so when he got tested it was negative thankfully and um but with my dad yeah and you know my husband's not as young as us and we're not young anymore so (laughs) I also, he's on cruise ships, so he's probably got way more to deal with. That is true. (laughs) But he just stays in his room. And, yeah. (laughs) 
what's the deal with the new mask thing? Like the cloth masks, all of our pretty cloth masks are worthless. They have to go over the surgical masks. Yeah. Is that what's happening? Is that what you're having to do when you go to work? So I don't have to do that yet just because um, our hospital hasn't started to enforce that. So I am still, I've been wearing disposable masks for a really long time. Um, probably the last couple months, just because I found some really pretty ones that I like. And because I do have to wear it as often as I do, it's just easier to have the disposable ones instead of trying to wash them and make sure they're clean and all of that. So um, I just have disposable anyways. But um, we have not, so we've been only disposable actually for a while. We haven't started um, enforcing, or maybe we, no, we still allow fabric masks. Sorry. Um, but we haven't started double masking. Some people do that are in clinical care, but we're actually considering going back to face masks in patient care areas, um, on top of like the, the face shield yeah. over mm-hmm. the face mask. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Face shields. Yeah. Oh, I got like a 12 pack on, from Amazon for like 30 bucks. So if you need those, perfect. good to know. They're very cheap. Um, cause during the first round of COVID, when Cycle Bar was able to open back up, they allowed us to wear those during class, which oh, is probably, they didn't make us wear a mask. We could just wear the face shield, which I know didn't do the things. But when you're going fast and hard on a bike, it's really hard to wear a mask. Yeah, that's fair. I get it. And exercise helps bo- boost the immu- immune system. So yes. let me get my spins in. Yeah, that'd be tough. That is my sanity. One of my girlfriends, um, she actually came to Cycle Bar for the first time this week. And I was like pumping her up the night before via text. And I was like, this is the best thing that I ever found. Um, It's my Xanax. This has been one hell of a year. And I just feel like without it, I would not be sane. And am I sane? I don't know. It's out. But I try my best to pretend. That's all that matters. (laughs) Right. Right. That's all that matters. So how how was your holiday season? Um, it was okay. Um, I think we laid low for New Year's Eve. Um, oh, Nick I was asleep by 10.30. Oh, well, you beat Nick. <laughs> he was asleep by quarter to seven. So um, I was up by myself and celebrated New Year's. Um, I stayed up until 12.03. And uh, there was um, a Nashville. I loved it. Yeah. So I watched that, um, which I didn't know was going on. I just happened across it. And um, it was really good. Mm-hmm. And so I watched that. And then, um, except for, we can come back to it because I have some comments. Um, I have questions for you regarding Miranda Lambert. Okay. <laughs> I'm nervous now. Um, and Christmas was somewhat low-key um I actually had one of my employees uh her she didn't go home for the holidays so she needed somewhere to go so she came with us to ours um so she spent New Year's Eve and New Year's Day with us um and that was pretty good too I think um I was a little uh sensitive just because of everything going on but it went really well um and unfortunately we know a lot of people that got COVID shortly after Christmas um the hospital where my dad was at was a free COVID testing site, Skyridge. And the day after Christmas, the lines were backed up to the highway. And that was the same place I had gone 
gotten tested when I was freaked out and it took me like 20 minutes, but Oh my God. Yeah. It's insane. It's been insane. So Yikes. it was good. And then right before New Year's, you had some excitement in your life. The fire? Wasn't that after? No, was because the big years? thing was on New Year's Day, we got all the snow. It made everything great. New Year chilled things wow, out. that was right before New Year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, let me tell my side of the story. I was not aware. We, we get wildfires in Colorado all the time. I wasn't aware of the Mar- Marshall Fire. Until um, all of a sudden, my phone did a push notification, and it was on, it was the day before New Year's Eve, and it was like, Broomfield evacuating. I was like, oh no. And I'm like, Amber, are you evacuating? And you're like, no, we're pre-evacuation. I'm like, Janet, get your head out of your ass. (laughs) I had no idea that it was that close to home. So now, let's transition to Amber's side of this story. (laughs) Well, real quick, if it helps. Um, so like a couple days prior there had been, um, or maybe like a week before there was that shooting that was in Lakewood, mm-hmm. um, Belmar area. And actually Trish, who listen, listens to our podcast, she had Snapchatted me like her front row seat to that oh, because geez. it was literally outside of her bedroom window. Oh my gosh. And so, like, you could see the SWAT teams, and so I had kind of known about that. Well, the next morning, my mom text messages me, and she's like, oh, my God, like, are you okay? I thought this might be near you. And I was like, no, it's not. But the day of the fire, just nothing. So it's, like, (laughs) 9 o'clock at night. And I'm like, so you messaged me about a shooting with a police, like, where police are involved. Like, there's this whole thing, and you think it's near me. And then you have this. And I don't hear from you all day. Cool. Cool. Um, so She's I had trying. actually, <laughs> I had gotten my booster the day before. Oh. So I had um, decided that I was going, I had already planned on working from home. And so I actually was feeling fine. I had a little bit of a headache and a sore arm. Well, um, so I'm working at home and then I had decided to take a lunch so I was just sitting on my couch and I was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I was like, I smell something burning. Oh, geez. And I was like, that's weird. Cause like, I don't, I don't have anything. My, I use Scentsy. So like that doesn't like smell of burn, but you know, it's not like I haven't smelled that in our neighborhood before. Right. So I was like, okay, well maybe somebody's just doing something. Like I looked outside, outside of my windows and I just didn't really think about it. Um, And then I went back to work. So I'm like sitting at my desk and I'm messaging one of my employees and we're kind of talking about how the snow is coming. And I looked outside and I was like, yeah, I wonder if it's going to come early because the sky looked like a little yellowish. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it almost kind of looks like snow sky. Like the sky looks weird. I was like, oh, that's weird. So (laughs) then I'm sitting here and Nick text messages me. And I had no idea that it was going on either. And all of a sudden, Nick was like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you know about the fire? And I was like, wait, what fire? And then I realized I go outside and, like, you couldn't just smell the fire. Like, you can see the smoke coming through in our, into our, like, backyard. 
and like the smoke out on the other side was really bad. And he was, so he is messaging me. I'm like signing up for all these notifications. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out. And of course, Twitter is like the best thing ever in these scenarios. It is. I have unfollowed and a so, lot of people just so I can have real important yeah. things. I know. I signed up to get automatic alerts from the Broomfield Police Department. Um, and so I was just kind of sitting here. And then all of a sudden, Nick was like, hey. We just moved into pre-evacuation. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Right. Like, I've never been in this situation. And so my team (laughs) is telling me what to do. I was like, guys, I think I have to pack. (laughs) And so they're like, well, pack this and pack that. And so I'm like, I just have this huge suitcase. I'm just throwing shit in it. Like, I've got our marriage license. I've got our house paperwork, my retirement stuff from work. And I'm like, what is important? My laptop goes in there. Oh, jeez. My gun, of course. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, my God. So, because Nick comes home and he's like, really? You packed your gun? Yeah, I packed my gun. Stupid. Right? What am I going to do? Leave it at home? No. Oh. I don't know what the world is about to be. No. Um, And, like, you're watching it on, and then I just, of course, couldn't concentrate. So, I'm like, you guys, I have to sign off work. Like, I can't. I don't know what's going on. And so... I kind of have everything packed. I have, like, clothes and stuff like that. Nick, of course, is like, oh, I'm still at work. Oh, great job, stupid. Um, <laughs> don't, don't worry. worry. I'll pack the important things. None no, of your stuff. Exactly. I was like, okay, well, I guess you can pack in the last three minutes when we're left to evacuate our house. Right. Um, but I'm, like, just sitting there, and I think watching and seeing how close it was. Um, how close it was, was it? Up. So it was... When it started, it was only, like, six miles away. Oh, my goodness. Um, and, uh, or, yeah, yeah, when it started, it was, like, six miles away, and then in the end, it got as close as, like, two miles or something like that, but it was never, we were never in, at one point, we were in the direct line, um, of where the fire was moving, but the wind went a different direction and the wind was very strong that day over here um it was strong over here too i remember when i was like oh that wind was bad today i mean gusts of wind were like 60 to 80 miles per hour and then obviously in boulder it was worse they were over 100 miles per hour um which is what started everything and um so it was just insane and i've never been in that situation and so I was extremely frantic and not knowing what was going to happen. And so I'm just sitting there and watching the news, which I never do. (laughs) Um, And then that just makes it worse Mm -hmm. because now, and it wasn't even just about like my fears, but it was watching all of the devastation happen. Um, And so to sit there and watch a newscaster and all of a sudden see a house that was perfectly fine, not even 30 seconds ago, just get lit up. And there was nothing anybody could do. Um, and I think that was the hardest part. And then um, one of my team members, her friends um, and her family and, like, uncle and stuff like that, like, had homes in that area with animals. And mm-hmm. they couldn't get home. So they didn't know if the dogs were okay, um, which they ended up being okay, thank God. Oh, but good. it just – and seeing the aerial photos mm-hmm. the couple days after. Very oh impactful. God. I just can't believe how much it took and I just feel so bad for those families. And then it just sucked sitting there. And even though we weren't as close as they were, 
um, you almost have a little bit of that survivor's guilt, if you will, uh-huh. because you're like, I was so close to having to evacuate, but I didn't have to. And these people lost everything. Um, and those homes, I mean, they, people had lived in those homes just for years. Um, and they were not inexpensive homes by any means either. And so not that that means anything. I mean, to make it out with barely any lives lost, I think, I know there was two people missing and I don't know what, I don't remember. And they found remains yesterday. Yeah. And, but over like over 900 homes, right? Yeah. Um, it was over like $200 million in damage. It's so Um, scary. Fire is my number one fear. Fire and snakes. Yeah. It's, and there were businesses that were just taken to the ground. Like there was footage from a Costco that eventually got leveled and a target. And I mean, it was, it was insane. It had its mind of its own and it created its own weather, weather pattern. I can't talk, um, which was even more insane to me. Mm -hmm. So, and the snow just came, you know, 12 hours too late. Yeah. Oh, so. I'm I'm so thankful you guys are okay. And yes, my heart breaks for all of those that were affected. Yeah. It's so scary. That is one of the bad things about living in Colorado because of the wildfires. But we got some more snow again last night. Yeah. So we need the moisture. So bring the moisture I on. I hadn't realized we hadn't had any moisture since like June. Yeah. It's I had not realized really that. Really dry. And this was the most um, destructive wildfire in the history of the state of Colorado. Just mm-hmm. because it was the majority of our wildfires are out in the wild and not in a residential area. So um, it's just, it's insane. And to be as close to as I was to it was even more insane. So, And maybe a tip for you. I, I bought like this little safe that is like legal size. Yeah fireproof safe and that's where my marriage license is where all my important documents are where if something like that were to happen or if something were to happen where i couldn't get to them and there was a fire it's safe but i can grab it quickly or it should be okay i got it from target do something sweet like me under 40 dollars. yeah it's definitely a good idea it's just it's unfortunate that it takes incidents like this to make you think, oh, crap, I need something like that. Right. So. I would just think about, like, all the animals. Like, if I were in that situation, oh, it would be challenging to round up the cats and even the dog because he's he thinks he's a cat. But, like, <laughs> horses and, and all of yeah. these large animals. Oh, I can't even. I know. I can't imagine. Mm. Well, prayers go out to all of those that were affected by the wildfire, of course. Um, yeah. Well, what are you drinking? I am drinking High Noon Sun Sips, which is a vodka soda. I love High Noons. It's a, I have the watermelon flavor right now. And it was funny because I, when I first started drinking it, I wasn't sure I liked it, but I really like it. Nice. I have my, um, my maid of honor cup. The only time I've ever been asked to be maid of honor, it was for my sister-in-law. And then they ended up eloping. So I still have the cup, though. Perfect. (laughs) Um, But I, so I was drinking those truly um, Christmas-themed ones. Mm. And they had one that was a cordial cherry. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Loved it. So I, I was like, I bet I can recreate 
this type of drink. So it's club soda. It is sugar-free cherry syrup, um, vodka, and then a little bit of sugar-free chocolate syrup. So it looks like dirt. It looks like muddy because the chocolate syrup, but it tastes so good. I love chocolate-covered oh, nice. cherries. That was a good uh, inspiration there for you. Yeah, I was drinking it one night, and I was like, this is so good. And they don't, o- they don't always sell it because it's the Christmas pack. And I'm like... How can I do this? I need this. <laughs> and so I was like, I can make this. And I, I did. I did. It was going to be, we had the family over for Christmas Eve. And it, I was like, this will be our drink. But nobody really wanted. I had the, yeah. I had the, the Truly, the, or not the Truly. It was a Bud Light Seltzer. The Bud Light Seltzer Christmas pack. I bought a couple of those. And I was going to make these. And they brought wine. <laughs> No one really. I was like, okay, I guess I will save the Tito's and everything else and just sip it when I feel like it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I want to talk about a giveaway that we have. Yeah. So Emily in Paris, which I watched season one. I haven't watched season two. Um, but Emily in Paris, season one, and Younger. Did you ever watch Younger? So I watched Younger in the beginning when it like first came out. And then I, so I honestly think I only watched season one and maybe part of two, but that was it. I watched it all. Like, I think it moved to Paramount Plus. Yes. I love it. Hillary Duff. Mm. Yeah. So Emily in Paris season one and Younger, the complete series are both now available on DVD and from Emily, uh, from Emmy Award-winning creator of Sex in the City, Darren Star, both of the critically acclaimed series arrive on DVD, packed with tons of exclusive bonus content, including deleted scenes, behind-the-scenes featurettes, and more. And um, you can get that from Paramount Home Entertainment. But I actually have <laughs> the DVDs here that That's I can, exciting. yeah, that I can send to people. So they mailed them to me, and it's a giveaway. So if you're interested and you want a copy of these, feel free to shoot me an email at two girls and a bottle of wine at gmail.com. All I need is your name and your address. I know that feels very intimate, but I promise <laughs> I'm not going to stalk you. And I'll get you your own copy of Emily in Paris Season 1 and Younger, the complete series. I love both of them. Yeah, so that was my announcement. Very exciting. I know, I was excited when I saw it get posted on uh, Facebook. Yeah, it's very exciting. I love when they reach out to us for stuff like that. Yeah, that's always nice. Did you hear about all the drivers that that were stranded on the highway in Virginia on I-95? No. No. (laughs) So, (laughs) I've been seeing this everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. And I was like... I, I knew, I was like, Amber's not going to know what the hell I'm talking about. But due to freezing temperatures, there was a 50-mile stretch of Interstate 95 in Virginia on Monday into Tuesday um, where motorists were, were stuck in their car. Some drivers were stra- stranded for at least 19 hours after a crash involving multiple vehicles brought traffic to a halt. 19 hours, Amber. I would die. Right? There were, Not because, like, I would die, but, like, I, I, what would you do for with yourself for 19 hours? Right. And the temperatures were 26 degrees. Like, what if you had, like, no gasoline? 
That's when you get naked with the guy in the car next to you. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, that's not the guy in the car with you. That's not your husband. That's the guy next to you. Well, if you're driving alone. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, I typically carry a couple bottles of water with me at all times because I hate not having something to drink. Oh, yeah. But 19 hours, those are going to be gone and like very quickly. I never keep food with me. Never. Oh, yeah. There were some, um, there were some uh, heroes of the day. Um, so there was a couple that was s- stranded and they hadn't eaten for more than 30 hours um, in this traffic jam. And uh, so Casey Holohan and her husband, Joe No saw a bread truck from the Schmidt Baking Company stuck ahead of them on I-95, and they called the customer service line for the company and left a message asking if it was possible for the driver to open the truck and give some loaves of bread for them and the others. And they received a call 20 minutes later from the owner of the bakery, who was letting him know that he had told his driver, who was Ron Hill, to open up and distribute the food. I thought that was That's so awesome. sweet. That's so nice. Yeah. So then it got me thinking, what would I do if I were stranded for 19 hours in a car? I'm not prepared. Do you have any supplies in your car? No. And it's funny that you do bring this up, though, because I, just like two days ago, and maybe the fire had spurted it, but I was sitting there and I was thinking, you know, if I had to like sleep in my car, like I got stuck in my car, I have nothing. Yeah. So there was this article that was shared that goes over what you should have in your car for situations like this or similar. You want to share what the list is? Yes. So um, cell phone and a car charger. So make sure you have that. Um, A first aid kit, a blanket, uh, drinking water, snacks for everyone in the car, including pets. And although it doesn't say this here, I've heard that one of the better things to have as far as snacks are like protein bars and stuff like that. So that way you can also sustain that nourishment if you need it. Flashlight with extra fresh batteries, rags, paper towels, or pre-moistened wipes, a basic set of tools along with duct tape and car emergency warning devices, such as road flares or reflectors. Um, an ice scraper or a snow brush, jumper cables and a, or a jump pack, traction aids such as sand, salt, or non-clumping cat litter, tarp, raincoat, and gloves, um, shovel, so it also sounds like we're planning to murder someone. <laughs> no, if you have to dig yourself out if you're stuck. Right, yeah, dig yourself out. <laughs> um, and then extra gloves, winter hats. And coats or blankets are obviously more important in the winter in case you run into situations like the people who did have to stay overnight in their cars in that freezing weather on Monday. But, you know, you never know where you're going to end up and how cold it could get in the middle of the night. Yeah. So right now I have an ice scraper. I have a cell phone charger. I might have some Tic Tacs. (sighs) Yeah. What do you have? I think I have some hand sanitizer. Yeah, I think my hand sanitizer's been out for a month. Yeah, and a pair of gloves, and I think I have a a snow brush, I think. (laughs) You live in Colorado. You should always have a snow brush. I have one of those scrapers with the brush. 
Yeah, that's probably what mine is. <laughs> so I think what I'm going to do is get like a, a medium sized tub and put it in the back of my car because I have my groceries I delivered. I that too. Yeah, I have my groceries delivered. So I no longer fill up my car with groceries. That used to be my excuse for not having like a, a kit. <laughs> Um, and I think I'm going to put it in my car, especially in the winter months. Um, uh, yeah. And I think, you know, putting an extra coat in there. Uh, yeah. I don't own a coat. So. The silence is on purpose because what the hell? You need to own a coat. It was yeah, no, I, negative one degrees when I woke up this morning. I know. And I went to work and just this. I slept with the window open last night, Janet. I don't understand. And the heat vent closed. When was the last time you were cold? (laughs) Crickets. I mean, there was probably a day recently. Oh, my gosh. I take cold showers, too. That would be my hell. Cold. Okay, I hate fire and snakes, and I hate being cold. I sometimes, especially in the winter, it's my favorite when I take a shower to open the window in the shower so I can let the cool air come in. Actually, funny story. So yesterday morning, um, where it was also still extremely cold, um, I, as you know, have a new hair product or a hair tool. Oh, let's I talk about that next. so excited about this hair tool that I was making noises in the bathroom. What kind of noises? Like, I was like, oh, I was like, this thing is so cool. So I was like making noises and I was like, no fucking way. And Nick, of course, hears me. So he comes downstairs to the bathroom and the door is open and he looks at me and he goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) And I'm standing there naked and I have the bathroom window open. And the reason why the bathroom door is open is because I want the cool air to rush through there. So I'm like just standing there naked with the cold air coming in and making ooh and off noises about my hair. <laughs> oh my he was like, I don't what he's like, aren't you cold? No, I be sweating. My face is sweating. It's glowing. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so tell me about the new hair product. I'm, I still want to, you've used it. Yes. I, I need a review. Yes. Okay. So, um, I had asked my hairstylist a couple weeks back. I was like, I am the worst at doing my hair. I am not a girl when it comes to this. Like, I don't understand how to use a curling iron. Like one side of my hair always ends up curlier than the other. Like it just, it doesn't work. And with short hair, it's hard to get my hands back there, especially after surgery. Like I, excuse me, um, I don't have full mobility. And so it's hard to get back there and then curl the little hairs and she was like, so I had sent her one of those new products that I've seen where, like, you put your hair in it and just, like, curls it. She's like, I that freaks me out. She's <laughs> like, don't do that. Um, she goes, but, you know, if I were you, if you could spend the money, like, go ahead and purchase the Dyson Airwrap. And so I started, you know, researching and Googling it, and I saw that Sephora has one. And so um, it is a regular – it's like a this long – basically and it has all these multiple attachments the thing that I love the most about the attachments is that it comes with two different size barrels uh, for curling your hair but the barrels also come with a partner because they both blow air or suck air I guess um, in different directions 
So that way you could do one curl on one side of your head and then one curl on the other side of your head. So that way it's similar instead of doing it different. And you do, the only thing that kind of sucks is that you do have to have your hair wet or damp. So I did buy like a little spritzer for my hair, which isn't a big deal. Um, But the reason is that you're using hot air as opposed to using a hot iron. So in some things, it's a little bit healthier for your hair. It's still not great because you're using hot product on your hair, but um, it's better than using an iron on your hair every single day. And so, um, and then it also has two different brushes with different bristles to give you a different effect and a round brush. In mm-hmm. it. Um, I have used the drying, the one that dries it from wet to damp and then um, the barrels of the smaller one so far. Oh my God. It gives me the best curls. You're going to need to share a picture. Yeah. It, after you do it the next time. It was so cute when I did it, especially, and it does take some practice. So like today was better than my hair yesterday. Um, my challenge with it as well is that um, some of my hairs in the front get this little like curly crimpy. Cause as you know, my hair is naturally curly. So they get this like weird crimpy thing. So I have to be, diligent about making sure that I dry that part first so it gets out straight because otherwise it's just crimped the rest of the time (laughs) um but it's so cool because as you do it like you can change like if you move it up or down um or different on your head that'll change the type of curl that you get but it also grabs your flyaways because it's sucking the hair in and so you just wrap it around and it automatically attaches it and um you just hold it there while it dries and then you pull it out and you have this great curl that's amazing It's totally worth it. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. I was very excited about it. That is so cool. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, I love it. Let's, before we talk about anything else, Bachelor started this week. Now, yeah, real quick, wait. I am. I need to ask my Miranda Lambert question. Oh, yeah. New Year's Eve, Nashville show on CBS. Fantastic. Miranda performed at least three times. Yeah, she did a great job, um, and I thought it was funny that they uh, put her and Blake af- like next to each other in the set. Like they weren't obviously in the same location, but I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, what was with the outfit? I know it wasn't flattering. <laughs> it was not flattering on her at all. Like Mm-mm. it's very. It had a very design that was very Miranda Lambert. But at the same right. time, like, the material just, it didn't look good. And I was like, what's happening? I had a friend text me, and she's like, is Miranda <laughs> pregnant? And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, you should never ask that. I know. So that's why I was like, what was with the outfit? Because I just don't think it was flattering. When I looked at her originally, I kind of thought the same thing. And I was like, I just don't think that's what it is. I think it's just unflattering. Because mm-hmm. um, she's not an over like an overweight or anything like that like she's not an oversized woman um or a heavier set or anything like that and so it was just weird to see that outfit on her right yeah I thought it was a cute outfit but maybe not the best choice yeah and because I get his name wrong every time is it Dirk Bentley it is with the mullet (laughs) yes somebody has to make that stop well, even Bobby Bones joked with him about his hair. Yeah. I don't know if he's thinning and he's trying to, like, overcompensate. Maybe he grew his hair out and he's 
had like a hair transplant where they take from the back and and put it up front and the best way to do that is to have long hair i don't know okay but even like okay trace atkins for instance he has long hair wear it in a ponytail Mm -hmm. some people okay but some people look good with their hair down like steve steve even though i don't like long hair steve looks great with his hair like down Yes. I think Steve, not that he looks bad with it back in a ponytail, but he looks good with it down. Yes. It it doesn't work for jerks, but. I know. <laughs> I know. But I still, I still love him. I loved when his hair was kinky curly. Yeah. I wonder if that was a perm, because he hasn't had that for a very long time. Right? And his natural hair does not look like it's naturally curly. Yeah, no. But I remember no. when he first came out, he had that kinky curly hair. I yeah, loved it. Was it. Nice. Loved it. Um, Those are my only comments. Yeah. It looked like a lot of fun, but I don't know that that was actually alive. Like, I don't think a lot of that stuff was live. I know. It was weird. Because, like, Caitlin Bristow was on Instagram stories in Nashville, and it didn't look like things were happening. And I feel like they would have been happening if Kelsey Ballerini was walking down Broadway. I know, right? I was very confused because I felt like they were trying to make us think that it was, like, real. And I was like, I don't... I don't know that but all of this is real. Jason Aldean and his wife were in Florida hanging out with Donald yeah. Trump. So yeah. I saw I that and like I was like, was... wait, I feel deceived. You're not in Nashville? Yeah. Hmm. I think only mullet dirks. <laughs> and Bobby live. Bones. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the things that they recorded at the bars, like at Luke's Bar, Blake's Bar, Miranda's Bar, yeah. they all have bars now. They really do. <laughs> and I'm I'm here for it. I think that's a great idea. It's sure. very smart marketing because people yeah. come to Nashville. They're typically country music fans. Let's have country music yeah. artists. Dirks even has a bar. He has a bar in Denver now, right? Whiskey Row? I don't know. I think it replaced... Whiskey Mullet. <laughs> but his songs are so great. And he stepped up because Sam Hunt and yeah. Zach Brown Band, all they both canceled due yeah. to covid and zach brown was supposed to i think be the co-host um oh okay and dirks stepped up well yeah he had no plans because he had a mullet <laughs> it was funny what was it the cma awards you're like hey i really um like chase rice's performance but what's up with his hair and i was like i think i'm behind you um because <laughs> I haven't seen Chase, but good for him. He's performing on the CMAs. And then a few minutes later, you're like, oh, no, I meant Dirk Bentley. And I'm like, yeah, oh. Definitely wrong name. Yeah. Because Chase Rice had kind of grown out his hair, too. But nothing yes. to that extent. No. Rough. <laughs> you are so funny. So funny. Um. Okay, Bachelor Talk. Yeah. Before I get in, I did watch the first episode of this season. But I was you're talking. You're brave. Well, my husband's gone, and all of the shows on our DVR are our shows, so I can't watch anything. So I got home. I got home from visiting dad last night, and I was like, I gotta watch something. Um, so I was like, I'll watch The Bachelor just in case Amber did. But um, I had told my friend Monica that we didn't watch The Bachelorette, <laughs> and she she was like, Help me understand. So tell me, why didn't you watch The Bachelorette? Oh, me? Who else am I talking to? 
I don't know. I thought you were like recapping this story about like your friend Monica. No, you. Because you didn't watch The Bachelorette either. I started to and I was like, uh. You mean The Bachelor? No, The Bachelorette. Because we didn't watch The Bachelorette, Michelle's season. Oh. Okay, sorry. I'm up to speed now. I got yeah, it. You're multitasking, and I, I feel like you're. Well, because I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Bachelor. And oh, okay. I'm like looking at some of the stuff on online. I'm sorry. Um, I was trying to prepare for a conversation. I <laughs> well, I was I still having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. So um, why didn't you watch The Bachelorette, Amber? <laughs> so I started watching The Bachelorette, but it just it it sucked. Like. I really like Michelle. I think she's very Same. sweet. And I hope she makes it work with whatever that guy's name is. Um, I I just don't have high hopes for that one. And I rarely say that. Uh, but it just was boring. I think I've started to get tired of the same old platform. It's the same story. It's the same drama. It's just the same thing over and over and over again. And Michelle, although she was the addressing things, she was just so boring. And just like um, I, too, started to watch Michelle's season. Um, but it similar to all the other seasons, it felt very forced. Even like yeah. the um, racial topics felt yep. very forced. I'm glad that they were working on, you know, their diversity in Bachelor Nation. I, I was very proud of that. I love Tasha and Caitlin hosting. Um, but I feel yeah. like every... I'm getting sick and tired of the forced nature of the Bachelor yeah. franchise. My favorite is Bachelor in Paradise because... I agree. It is over-the-top, just fun, and you never know what's going to happen. There's a bunch of things happening. It's not that same old, same old. Right. And at least, like, the jealousy and the drama and the stuff that takes place, like, at least it's a little bit more valid. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I'm not saying that it's all okay. No. But um, I think it just makes more sense and it's easier to watch. It's more fun to watch. And although, yes, I am sure somewhere along the line there is, I mean, we know that there's something that's scripted, maybe not conversation, but I mean, obviously it, the producers had a hand in having Joe's ex-girlfriend mm -hmm. show up like that kind of stuff. I get that, but every show is going to do that to try and keep it alive. Um, but yeah, I'm just getting tired of the forest and of the competition that they put those individuals in. I mean, making them mud wrestle or making them get in a ring and fight each other for attention. In their lingerie. Yeah, I just, I'm kind of over it. And it just, it isn't fun. No, I, I get it. <clears throat> and I'm the same way. And the only reason I watched The Bachelor, again, because Steve wasn't home. And I didn't have anything else to watch. And I found out that Clayton was from Missouri. Oh, I was like, well, let's check this guy out. So I guess he his appearance on Michelle's season was very brief. So before yeah. Michelle's season aired, I had started to hear that he was The Bachelor. Like it leaked yeah. way it leaked early, really early. And a lot of people are asking why. Why is he The Bachelor? But who knows? Um, he is from Missouri. And um, this was the first time the show was back. At the Bachelor Mansion. 
in yeah. four seasons of Bachelor Bachelorette. I mean, that, to be honest, that did make me want to see it a little bit just because it was kind of the old school, even though I just said I got sick of all the same Bachelor stuff. But um, I felt like maybe it would be a little bit, <coughs> sorry, different. Yeah. But if we look at The Bachelor, it's kind of back to, what, five, ten years ago? Big, hunky, white dude. Yep. The women, half of them look very similar. I didn't go through and research the women this time because my heart's not in, in it. Yeah. Um, I figure if I do continue to watch, they'll start to grow on me. A couple of them already have. Um, the Bachelor, he is 29. He stated that he believes in the process. Like I said, he's from Missouri, a small town outside of St. Louis called Eureka, and he used to play football. Yeah. So it's I know, and that was the other thing is they just went right back where like I really would have liked to see and not to necessarily say that till the end of time we have to make sure we're including um only right. non um, people American, of color, you know, people right. of color. But I would have really liked to see Andrew Mm-hmm. to be honest, from Katie's season. Like, I know Katie and John, Josh, Don, I don't Yeah, they've had um, some issues. Yeah. <laughs> they like, broke up. Her new guy, whatever, because she had mm-hmm. Blake, and then she was with this new guy um, who was on her season, which is great. But, like, how did you not go back to Andrew? Right. Like, just watching what we saw and, like, her running after him, I mean, he just seemed like a sweet guy, and I think he would be fun to have on The Bachelor. Um, I still, like everybody else in Bachelor Nation, why Clayton? He didn't, I barely even remember his interactions with Michelle. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't seem to put a finger on it. And some of the, um, like, little clips for the season, I feel like he's forcing it. So, like, I feel like he's forcing himself to cry. Like, I'm so broken because they're trying to, like, get some kind of drama and some kind of emotion there. Um, so, I just... And he was born in 1993. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. I, I'm He's 29. That's all we need to know. If you do the years, it just makes you feel old. Yeah. Um, the host for the season is Jesse Palmer, who's a former Bachelor. Which also, I'm sorry, it makes no sense. Jesse Palmer is barely remembered. Right. Um, outside of the fact, I get he's a football player. But why wouldn't you have Wells Adams? Oh, right? I would totally be in it if Wells was or, the host. Why, why also? Because now I feel, I'm going to make a bold statement here. Now it's almost like it's a little sexist. So Chris Harrison was able to host... All of the years. But now, as we're mixing things up, we have the women hosting the women and the men hosting the men. So mm. you have Tasha and Caitlin who came in and have done an amazing job. And But now we're going to switch it to Jesse Palmer. You could have even gone with Jordan Rogers. You could have gone... I mean... And, if you're not going to do Wells, I love Wells, and I think he deserves way more credit in the Bachelor Nation than Bachelor Nation or than the Bachelor like franchise gives him. Agreed. But there's agreed. so many other Bachelor choices. Ben, I mean, I know Ben was getting married and and all of that. So I feel like probably, Ben would be a little boring. That could be also true. 
but it's love not, him, but mm. it's also better than Jesse Palmer. Yeah, and Jesse Palmer looks like an older version of Clayton yeah, Record. I've seen those memes. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen the memes. I was just watching oh, and yeah. went, which wait, wait, that's the older ones. That's the host. <laughs> yeah, they look too similar. I know. I just, I don't know. I almost feel like it's getting phased out, and I don't know. Is that their plan? Because they're doing a great job. Right. Good job, guys. Phasing it out. <laughs> um, so a couple things I want to highlight from the first night. Yeah, the women arrived. There was a variety of ways that each of them arrived, but nothing to talk about. Um, the first drama came before the women introduced themselves. Um, Sally, who's 26, from Virginia. I guess she recently called off her engagement. And the weekend that, we sh- weekend that she was set to meet Clayton-, Clayton with the other girls, she was supposed to be getting married. So she was a freaking train wreck. So what she do? She goes to Clayton's room before anyone meets Clayton. <laughs> and why does she go there? To tell him, him her story and tell him that he- she's just not sure if she's going to do this. And sure. uh, what most people would do. Okay, I get it. Nice to meet you. Good luck in your life. What does Clayton do? He grabs a rose. Offers her a rose. Oh, that's what happens. And she still leaves. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So she made the right decision. And I'm not sure if that was... Like, I feel like stuff like that feels like the producers are involved. Most right. humans would be like, okay, you are not ready to get engaged so I'm yeah. not going to waste your time. You're not going to waste my time. Nice seeing you. Have a good life. Right. And you haven't had any interaction with them outside of looking at their face. Right. And she's cute. Well, sure. I mean, I've seen some of the stuff going on. Like, I haven't really been reading it. But I did see something about the rose and rejection. And then he wanted to, like, take a rose back or something. And this girl, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Um I don't know so then he starts meeting the women after they introduce themselves. Um, and one of the women, her name is Elizabeth, she had a small black and white photo of her grandparents with her. And she said there's so many things that had to happen for them to meet. Very sweet story. And what does she do? She says, here, Clayton, I want you to hold on to this hundred-year-old picture. Hi, guy I just met. Here, hold on to this 100-year-old picture of my grandparents. That doesn't seem real. Yeah. No. Um, Teddy, who is my favorite, was my favorite before what happens next. Um, But she is 24. She's from California. She's a virgin. um, And she let everyone know, including her mom, that if she makes it to fantasy suites, she's going to go all in. Aww. Yeah. Um, she did claim that even before she knew Clayton was going to be the bachelor, she was looking at Michelle's men and said if he was the bachelor, that she was ready. She wanted to be on the the bachelor. Um, of course, Clayton loves this. It's the first people to kiss and she gets the first impression rose. I, I really liked her in her intro until she started talking about the virgin thing and and but I really I was kind of drawn to her and I was like oh why Ugh. Mm. but I'm happy for her she got the first impression rose and then the only other person that I want to talk about is Claire 
Have you heard about Claire? Uh, I think I've seen a few things. I've, as I've been looking while we've been talking, I've seen her name pop up a few times. Yeah. So she's a spray tanner from Virginia. She's 28. Um, her one-on-one time, she brings Clayton outside for a little tailgate party with chicken wings, a cornhole, and a, a cooler of beer. Um, but then uh, another girl comes in and steals him away. And she goes back to the other ladies and the ladies are like, how did it go? And her response, not the vibe. He's not 100% or he's 100% too nice for me. And then she continues talking and saying, he sucks. I hate him. I can't be with um, America's sweetheart. I hate him. And, of course, one of the girls go tell, goes to tell him. He grabs her and then walks her out. Um, oh, I thought he was going to give her a rose. Right? And then we also had the rose ceremony on the first night. You know, they didn't leave us hanging like they have many other times. That is nice. Um, and seven women went home. Those are my right. notes. A little less detailed, but I feel like too much detail might be a little boring. Yeah. Those you are know, my notes. My, my DVR did record it. <laughs> did you delete it already? No, I left it there in case you were going to make me watch it. No, I would never and... make you watch anything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Um, and I, But I also thought, well, maybe I might be curious. And I decided, you know what? I haven't watched Friends enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> it was 20 years ago. I haven't watched it enough. <laughs> no, I and get you. So I watched Friends for the 35 millionth time because maybe I missed something. And, you know, when we podcast next month, I don't know if I will have been keeping up to date, but I did watch the first episode and that is my recap. That's all I I got. I could see like in the future, like I could watch maybe the first episode and like the last four. Yeah. But I don't want to watch anything in between anymore. Okay. I'm out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's funny. I I think it's so weird that you and I have come to a very similar conclusion around the same time. Yeah. Because when I reached out to you and I was like, did you watch? It was on Marco Polo. I was like, did you watch Mark? uh, Did you watch The Bachelor? And you came back and was like, nope, I didn't. Well, I had already watched it in between those two things happening. Yeah. Just out of boredom. And I was like, yeah. And then I, I, Monica asked, why didn't you watch The Bachelorette? And I don't know if she was wondering if it was a race thing, and it was not at all. Watched Matt James. Wasn't super happy about Matt James this season. Um, And just because Clayton is from Missouri, I got excited. And uh, it just seems like the same old, same old. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. So if you're not watching The Bachelor, what are you watching? Um, I haven't really watched much. What? Um, that yeah. was that was a weird voice you used. I know. Uh, I tried to get Nick to so when I was on bed rest, I watched Shit's Creek, and uh, Nick has never seen it. Mm-hmm. So uh, he has been wanting to see it, and then he keeps wavering back and forth so i was like well let's watch it this man is not good at binge watching first of all he gets he was bored. like four 
episodes and he was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'll watch the rest later. I, in the meantime, now that I've watched the first time, it's so much funnier. <laughs> so I'm over there on the couch dying because I think this is just hilarious because now I know the characters. Mm-hmm. And so like, there's this different feel about it. And, um, and he was like, yeah, I mean, so he didn't like hate it, but he just like, couldn't watch it. So, um, at least not like sit there and binge it. And I mean, I really had no choice. Right. I, I couldn't go anywhere. So I mean, but yeah, other than that, like, I mean, TV's coming, all the regular TV shows that I watch are coming back on. Um, in the time that I think since we last podcast, had uh, Masked Singer finished? Yeah, but we we didn't talk about it. Or it hadn't, yeah. we didn't talk about Masked Singer. Um, to be honest, I wasn't this, so I still love Masked Singer. I am not saying that, but some of the guests that they had this season, like normally they're, this is probably not a popular opinion, but normally like they're just out of this world. And I just didn't feel that way this time. Um, the final person who won was the heart and um, like the diamond heart or whatever. And that was jewel. And it was a really good reveal. Um, I just, I don't know. There was something with that too, where I was like, eh. <laughs> there could have been better people. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old and I'm getting bored. <gasps> Speaking of getting old. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh, my God. Betty so, White. Well, you were going to talk about was, Betty White, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was like the worst news they had already dropped the people magazine celebrating her 100th birthday and she died was it 17 days before her 100th birthday yeah it was a horrible way to start the in the end 2021 yeah i mean oh it just come on right like really but she was 99 I know, but I also, <laughs> like the rest of the world, I think we all felt like she was just going to live forever. Forever. Like, she was so iconic, and she just had the best sense of humor and the greatest heart, and um, it was just, it was killing me, and I was sad to find the next day that there wasn't just, like, Golden Girls or um, her movies, like, everywhere, um, so that made me a little sad, but I know they had like um, they were I don't what's the word called when they play an old show back to back to back to back marathon. Yeah, they had a Golden Girls marathon. I don't know that it really? was the day after. It may have been a, oh, like have two it. days after because I called my mom and she's like, "Yeah, I'm watching the Golden Girls marathon." And I'm like, "Oh, hmm, R.I.P." You know? Yeah, it was some of the TikToks that I saw about it. Yeah. Some of them were really sweet of people, like, tearing up and, like, crying and being like, can you imagine the reunion that's going on in heaven right now? And it was showing, like, a picture of them all hugging from Golden Girls. Um, or I don't know if you've seen the one of the gentlemen who he is pretending that he's um, he's God. Mm-mm. He's talking to one of his angels. I'll have to send it to you because it's so good. But he was like, hey, you grabbed um, – or 
the angel comes back and he's like, yeah, I grabbed that white lady you asked me to grab. Because the, the gentleman having it is um, a person of color. And so he's like, yeah, I grabbed that old white lady that you asked me to grab. But I don't understand why you had me grab her two weeks before she turned 100. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, the queen is 95. <gasps> and the angel is like, did you say the queen? And he's like, yeah, the queen. Why? <gasps> is that Betty White? And the guy's like, give me your halo and your robe. Because it is hot enough where you're going. <laughs> oh, wow. That's impactful. E- yeah. So it mm. was really funny. Yeah. Well, as far as what I've been watching, now that Hallmark <laughs> Christmas is over, I've binged The Equalizer. Um, I love Queen Latifah. Have I you, haven't seen that one. It's on uh, CBS, so Paramount Plus. I've seen it come out, but I haven't. It's really good. Unfortunately, one of her co-stars is the guy that played Mr. Big on Sex and the City. He has now been canceled, oh, yeah. so... Um, he won't be in any more, but he's been in the recent episodes that have aired. But I think I read today they have removed Mr. Big from the most recent reunion show for Sex and the City. I didn't watch it before. I hear it's very politically heavy. (laughs) Like a little... Yeah. Don't put politics in my music or my my entertainment. I need that to be politically free. Um... So I just didn't watch it before or after he was removed. I loved Sex in the City before, but not going to yeah. watch it, the reunion. Sometimes it's like, let things be done. Right? Um, what are you reading? <laughs> Guys, I don't know that I want to tell you what's happening. So I meant to bring... <laughs> This is what I was going to tell you before the podcast. And I was like, let's just wait until the podcast and see how this works. Oh, my gosh. So what what do you want to say about it? So this is Anthony, as you can see. Um, Or maybe you can't. I can. Yes. Yes. You have a packaging that has the name Anthony at the top. Yeah. Yeah. for those uh, listening, it's a very large penis dildo situation. And um, so the reason why I have this uh, is because my mother sent me a box. Your mother sent Anthony to you? Uh, so technically... My mother did send it to me, but she received it as a Christmas gift from along with all these other things. From who? So she has a friend who um I feel used- like you have a, a sex shop in a box. You just keep yeah. showing me sex toys. It's very Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. why did your mom receive this again? So her friend um owned or used to do those shows that like you did like the yes. sleepover whatever they were called. Um and apparently she no longer does that. So she had all of these things 
from when she was one of those people that sold those items and decided that it would be fun to send these to my mother for Christmas. And why does your mother then turn around and send them to you? Because I thought that it would be funny to give them to people as gifts. Oh, jeez. I don't need any gifts from you, Amber. <laughs> but also, like, so she has no idea what any of these things do. Like, she's... Are she's you like, sure? Eh. Or is she playing dumb? I don't know. Because she was like, yeah, and they're all waterproof. Like, what does she think? That I'm using them in the bathtub? And I was like, the majority of them are, are, are waterproof now. Like, it just is how it is. And she thought that, like, these sex toys still took D batteries. And I was like, yeah, no, you can do, like, double A's. And then she couldn't figure out, or triple A's, I don't know, why Anthony had a little suction on the bottom. (laughs) You didn't explain it to her, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, my gosh, Amber. I think these things are hilarious. Oh, you poor mom. Your poor mom. So I'm just talking along. What are you reading? And all of a sudden, Anthony's in my face. Yeah, that was funny, huh? <laughs> wow. So beware. If Amber's giving you gifts anytime soon, well, for a long time, it looks like, because you got a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I still have five that I haven't even shown you. Six. Oh, my goodness. What does Nick think? Nick thought it was fucking hilarious. The only thing is, is that they all look kind of, oh, hopefully that woman doesn't listen to this. They all look kind of cheap. Like, they look like I may have bought them in, like, I don't know, like a 1995 Walmart. So I may have attended one of those show, one of those slumber parties um, before, and I do remember thinking that as well. Like, the, I thought that I was going to get these, like, high-quality showed up, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, congratulations, Amber. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I have um, nothing. So anyways, also, um, someone that talks a lot about sex. Um, so I was recently, I recently finished a book called Verity. Uh, it's not in my library yet. She's one of my favorite authors. Yeah, Colleen Hoover. I'm reading November 9th right now from her. But my library doesn't have Verity. How is it? Oh my God. So good. So, I have never read Colleen Hoover before. She is amazing. Um, I had gone to the Amazon store in the Flatirons Mall because I just wanted to see what it looked like. And I was grabbing a book for somebody for Christmas. And um, the woman was like, well, if you are looking for really good books and you like that book, she goes, you should read Colleen Hoover. And she said that Verity was one of the really good books. And so, Verity is about a struggling writer by the name of Lowen Ashley. And um, she's in some financial troubles. Her mom has passed away. And she gets this amazing offer. And um, it is basically by a gentleman named Jeremy Crawford, who is the husband of a best-selling author named Verity Crawford. So they hire Lowen to complete the remaining books of Verity's series because she's been extremely injured in some accident. She's still alive. But, like, they're trying to not let the press know what's really going on. So, Lowen goes to the Crawford home um, and tries to, like, sort through the notes and tries to figure out how to finish this series. Because Verity is known for writing from the villain's point of view, which is not something that you normally see. 
Um, but she ends up finding this manuscript that opens her up to an entirely different world of this family that she was not prepared for. And um, the whole time she's trying to figure out what she's going to do as she falls in love with Jeremy. And part of her falling in love with Jeremy is descriptions in this manuscript from Verity about their sex life. Um, but she also just has some kind of connection with Jeremy and oh my God, especially the ending. So I also bought this book for my employee, um, cause I gave her two books and she read this book before I finished it. She's like, you need to finish it. She goes, I read it in three hours. I never put it down. And, um, it is so good. And the last chapter blew my mind and it leaves you wondering, um, in a good way, but it's so good. I definitely recommend it. I love Colleen Hoover. Like I said, I'm reading November 9. I just finished Maybe Someday, which is the first book of a trilogy. Um, I, yes, it's on my list. I'm waiting for my library to get it. Another author that I really like that's a little bit more positive, a little bit more lighthearted. Colleen Hoover is definitely heavier, psychological thriller, stuff like that, is Ellen Hildebrand. I just finished Beautiful Day. And then another one that I finished is Christina Lauren, The Soulmate Equation. Very good. It's, 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 um, fiction um when someone recommended it to me i was like i don't need to he read about how to love um but it's it's really good yeah nice. oh i forgot to say i did finally read finding freedom yes um, which was the uh book with talking about the royal family and like uh specifically megan and harry it was really good it was a very um interesting insight into their lives and um it also made me uh, think differently about uh, Meghan Markle and um, what an amazing background she has and how strong of a woman she is. And I can very much see why Harry fell in love with her, um, especially with kind of the history that they talk about, about how he grew up in the royal family. Um, you know, being the guy who is like ninth in line to receive the crown. Um, and, uh, it's just, uh, it's very interesting. So I thought it was a really good, good read. Nice. I'll check it out. You know what I noticed? A bunch of my um, friends via social media at the new year were sharing all the books that they read for the year. And I had heard of the Goodreads app, but I didn't really understand. <laughs> so I've downloaded the Goodreads app and I'm now going to track all the books that I, I finish in 2022. You already do it, don't you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I hadn't even, I didn't really even understand what it was. I thought it was like where you go to like talk to people about books and it's kind of like a social media itself. You can, you're it like, can, I can, yeah. I signed up with my Facebook account. So I see my Facebook friends, what they're doing and I'm not, I haven't been updating mine. I, I downloaded it and I logged yeah. in. <laughs> It's, it's a nice app, and I like it because I also get to keep track of, like, what I want to read. Yes, I have um, the whole list of... Because I sometimes am reading a series, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait till the next one comes out. Well, it doesn't come out for, like, six months, and then I forget. And so um, I like to keep it in my want to read, so that way I remember and can always go back to it when I'm out of a book. Yeah. Are you listening to any new music? 
I just downloaded, what is his name? Morgan. Wallen? Yeah. The I one that was canceled? It. Yes. <laughs> no, you're, it, it's fine. I really like his music. <laughs> he was canceled earlier this year, but I think he's coming oh, back. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. I was like, shit, I don't know. Yes. He was the one that used the N-word when he was drunk one night. Oh, I thought he was canceled because uh, he was, like, making out with, like, 30 million women. Uh, That was the first time he was canceled during COVID. He he was going to be on SNL. He got booted because there were um, TikToks of him making out with random girls, like, the night before. What difference does that make? He's just a hillbilly from small town Tennessee. But... It was during anyway, COVID, Amber. Oh, right, right. <laughs> um, his music is really good, though, even though he yeah. appears to be a hoe with no uh, manners. Right. And that's the thing. Like, he was he was removed from the CMA Awards, the ACM Awards, country radio. But for weeks afterwards, his album was number one. Um, and he does have really good music and a really good voice. And he's touring again, I think, in 2022, if Omicron doesn't wipe things out. Um, so, yes, I'm not judging you for downloading. I have Morgan Wallen on my phone. You're fine. But it's shocked me that you had downloaded Morgan Wallen because <laughs> I thought Amber was all, like, woke on the whole cancel yeah. thing. I, and I remembered hearing some of that, but I also had heard that some of his new music was really good. And so I was like, hey, yeah, it's kind of like get the politics out of my stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's just music. Yep. Yeah, um, Miranda Lambert has a new song that came out. Did you oh. listen? It's called "Y'all Means All." It's the theme song from season six of Queer Eye because they're filming oh, in yeah. Texas. It's a really cute song. Sweet, I'll have to look at it. Um, no, I didn't even know she had a new one out. Yeah, um, Mitchell Tenpenny and Danny Goki. Um, they just, they have a recent song called Bucket List. I really like it. And then Jason Aldean recently dropped a new album called Macon. And, um, there's a lot of new music and then some live versions of some of his older stuff. Nice. Didn't really like some of the live songs. I'm not a huge live. Like he kind of, like in one of them, I was like, is he trying to sound like Elvis? It was just like, uh, I could do without that. But um, he does have new music. That new song with Carrie Underwood is great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So that's what I'm listening to. Nothing crazy. I did, you know, the end of year, you can download um, your most played songs of the year. Yeah. I learned um, that you can also download it at any point during the year and just continue to keep track of it. Hmm. So it wasn't as exciting towards the end of the year. Oh, because you've been downloading it all year. Yeah, it just updates every week. Got it. I realized that I need to broaden my horizons because my top 10 songs outside of um, Fancy Like, everything else was like five years old. I'm so boring. (laughs) I've been so into podcasts and audiobooks that music is kind of my third option when it comes to when i want some audio stimulation yeah i know i listen to it on the way to work i listen to music but then on the way home as it's my wind down that tends to be my 
book reading. And then when I get ready is my podcast listening. Yeah. I, I watch YouTube videos when I'm getting ready and books and podcasts on the way to and from wherever I'm going. Because, and like when Steve's gone, you, if you were to like peer into my house and I was home, I, I have those big earphones still because I, I don't like earbuds. Um, and my phone is in my pocket and I'm listening to my book. Like, that's how I tear through so many books. I'm like, Steve, I did four books this weekend. <laughs> and he's like, oh my goodness. And I didn't turn on the TV once. I, I was just anytime. Yeah. And I was all by myself because it was holiday weekend. And it was just, it was fantastic. Good. Good for you. Yes. Well, anyway, thank you so much for joining me for the podcast, Amber. Yeah. We'll be, always. We'll be back next month and maybe we'll get Ashley to join us. Yeah. We missed her. All right, everyone. Happy New Year and we'll see you in February. Bye. Bye.